Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. It's weird that we didn't say hi to someone else. I know. Today. <laughs> it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. Yeah. No housekeeping. Yeah. No, just, you know, it's just the two of us. And I'm, yeah. I think it's cool because we're just going to reflect on our 2018 goals, talk about what's worked and what has not worked for us, and chat about, like, some of the best ways to move forward on goals and the best way to succeed on goals. I love it. I love all of that. I can't believe it's June and that we have to talk about this. <laughs> I know. It is, it is rapidly coming up on mid-year. Oh, my goodness. Like, May, one of my friends was talking about how May just felt like it was filled with 500 days, but I also couldn't believe that, like, it was going to be June. Like, I'm like, yes, May felt long, but also it's going to be June. Like, Yeah. Um, uh, I just don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it was I just really... Christmas. Like... Yeah. I feel like we've been complaining for so long about <laughs> how much winter we had and how it was winter forever in our winter hell. It's summer. It, yeah, is, it's, it is so summer. It's hard for us to wrap our head around. But here well, we are. <laughs> and Yeah, now it's time to check in on, on what we want, on what we don't want anymore, and what's not working for us. Totally. And, and, and what we need to do to like get ourselves back on track. Yes. And I feel like, too, when you think about goals, I, a part of me, too, when we knew we were going to do this mid-year check-in, talk about goals, like, for our audience, too, like, what is the benefit of even making a goal? Why even check-in, right? Like, I'm trying to think, like, what would be the importance? When you enter a new year, it's almost knee-jerk reaction to ask yourself, what do I want to come out of this year? And then you set goals and you hope to achieve them. But I think the real purpose of a mid-year check-in or even an end of your check-in or any kind of check-in is not necessarily did I reach that goal, did I succeed the way I thought I was, but more like, what am I learning? Like, I feel like when it's that question, it totally reframes or takes the edge off, like making goals and checking in on goals. Like, what am I learning? What has happened? Like, what, right. what, what context is my goal now in? Right. And then free-flowing. Right. And what have I walked in since I set that goal? What does that goal now look like in my new, like my new life? What has happened in my life since January, since February, since March, since April, since May? And how is my life now different? Right. And like, for those of you out there that say my life isn't different at all, you're lying. If you haven't grown at all in the last five months. Look harder. If you don't see any change in five months, if you don't see any growth in yourself in five months, if you don't see any change in your surroundings, in the world, in in the context of your goals, then you're not looking hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny because I kind of feel like I can speak to both of that because I feel like on the outside, people looking in, it seems like nothing has changed. Like the people outside looking in at me and this year and these past five months and but internally there's been stuff you know what I mean like I feel like 
you're not looking hard enough if you're not recognizing that there's been change, right? And I feel like sometimes or all the time, a little change requires a little discomfort. And if you're avoiding the discomfort, maybe you're avoiding the change, right? Or Absolutely. Or, yeah. So I, I, I feel like all that's wrapped in where sometimes change is just occurring inside us when it's necessarily not outside us, but that's okay. At least at least you can recognize there's something there. Or, or we are working on things outside us and that it's easier to pinpoint and say, oh, that's changed or, you know, I reached that goal. I feel like both can happen. So even if it evidently isn't happening, it's happening. Yeah. Goals, checking in on them. Don't measure your, you know, it's easy to say because I do it still, but what have I learned? What am I learning? What am I in the process of learning? Like, I think when you hit yourself with them that way and you try to absorb it that way, it's, it's better. It's better for growth. It's better for furthering those goals. And another thing too, like, I feel like with the podcast too, or with any goal we're probably going to talk about the attainment of the goal, again, it's that arrival fallacy. You think once you've arrived at the completion of the goal, that there's some kind of internal fireworks that are going to happen to like this like epic epiphany. But the truth is, it's just another day. You did it. You check it off. And now what? Like now's the real work. Now's the maintenance. Now's the, like, that's what I feel about the podcast. I mean, we've reached so many goals that we didn't even set at the onset. Like we're just, yeah. Totally. You know, I'm like, really proud of us. But now it's like, okay, well, that was great, but let's keep maintaining this. Like, the work is still there. Right. The work is still there. And I think right. that's a huge part of it. And um, when it comes to, like, goal setting and feelings, and I think we do things like, well, we want to feel the feelings that are going to come out of that, like, fireworks moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, let's set that goal. And we don't think about what it takes to get to that goal. We just want that fireworks moment. Yes. And so instead of allowing ourselves to have more fireworks moments built into our goal setting, we just self-sabotage and think that we don't deserve those fireworks moments on a regular basis. That's interesting. And I think it's because of a lot of things that we've talked about before. Because they're built around these milestones. They're built around these, like, societal norms. Mm-hmm. And um, especially now on social media where we see these snapshots of other people's lives. And we compare them to these, like, you know, curated views we see of other people. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, okay, well, I need to get to a point where I can post a curated view of my life. Mm-hmm. I need to get to a point where I can post, you know, this. Because this is quantifiable. And, you know, once I reach a quantifiable moment, then it's acceptable for me to celebrate. Yes, I think that goes on in people's heads. And once, and, and but the problem is, is that once you get to that quantifiable moment, there is no feeling. Like, yeah. it, you don't feel different. Right. And so because you don't feel different, those fireworks never come. Right. And then do you almost feel like then it's, what's the next goal? And then you perpetually are... Right, and so you don't ever have those actual fireworks moments. And so, like, the only way to do it, like, I mean, and this, maybe this might not be everyone's personalities, but I know it's my, it's definitely my personalities because I've done it so many times. Like, I'm going out of my way and it makes me so uncomfortable. It makes me, like, like, I get, like, 
anxiety feelings, like the physical anxiety feelings, talking about the new website. Why? Because I don't like talking about my accomplishments. It makes me physically anxious to talk about my accomplishments. So like even when I wrote my book last year, I didn't want to tell anybody. When I do things that are important, I don't want to tell anyone. Like when I start classes and I want to sell things, I don't tell anyone because it makes me anxious. Because you're you're anticipating this big firework because it's done and it does and you know it won't come. Is that I, part of it? It could be. Um, or you do, you're nervous about how it will be received. Because I know you're proud of it. You feel proud of those things. Usually I feel proud of them. Like I'm I'm super I mean, yes, I'm super proud of the website. I think the website is amazing. I spent like I don't know, two hundred hours in the last right. three weeks on it. It looks really good by the way. Um it's check it awesome. Out. Like awesome it is really cool. Yeah, the awesome ladies project dot com. It is yeah. so cool. I know, um, it's really good. But like I I feel very nervous about taking up other people's time and energy with my successes hmm you're so used to doing the flip side of that which is spending time celebrating everyone else's successes that's what your comfort zone is yeah that's very much what my comfort zone is I like spending time celebrating other people's successes yeah um which is it's the same kind of thing a lot maybe check in with me with this but it's the same kind of along the lines of like asking for what you're worth kind of I have trouble with that because but then because I when I read uh, you are a badass and she went into this whole like money sector I have a problem with money because I almost subconsciously feel like I don't deserve like if I'm doing work I love I don't deserve to get paid for it because love is the trade-off or yes so there's that there's like I just have this weird warped thing about money that I know I need to work on but it's kind of the same thing where I feel so ready to pay other people for service but feel like it's hard for me to ask for it yeah no because like I'm getting enjoyment out of it I don't need to be paid like I'm being paid in in like dude, I love this. Yeah. I'm. But then the point I was going to make is that the, the more money you have, the more good you can do with it. Like I read right, somewhere. Exactly. Right. And the same thing is... with you, the more you celebrate your accomplishments at doing this website that can then help you do more of what you love to do, which is help promote other women. I know. Right. <laughs> and so like, that's how I feel like, cause I, I totally made two weeks into January, like a list of goals for this year. And I knew I was feeling kind of funky, so that that affected what the goals were, right? That was one. And then I knew this week in June I was going to do a mid-year check-in. So just, again, like, but for me, those goals were me trying to factor everyone out. But then you can't help but factor everyone in. Like, right. It is hard to just set goals for yourself. But that was what that list was supposed to be (laughs) but anyway so I mean we've achieved some goals like especially the podcast like let's talk about that so this podcast hit some milestones (laughs) yeah we are we're almost at a hundred thousand downloads wow yeah that's a huge number I think when we when we started this we were like oh maybe a couple of you know hundred people will listen or so and we'll just, you know, see how it goes from there. Um, yeah, but you ladies like us. 
It's kind yeah, of cool. And I mean, Allie was never a goal, and that just kind of happened. I mean, I've been saying every time I talk about the podcast, I say it's something that's been happening, like in this, you know, being that you're involved, so it isn't just me. It's it's We're both kind of pulling each other along, I think. Yeah. Which, you know, says something to setting a goal with a friend, I think, yeah. or like this was accountability one, yeah. partner. Yeah. yeah. Have an accountability buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. You're my accountability buddy. You're totally that. Yeah, it's so, I love it. It's so great. Well, that totally ties into goals, though, because yeah. yes, I think that's why a lot of these major things that the podcast, and I mean, the podcast this month is six months old, only half a year old. We got Ali Edwards already. We did like, that's, it's really a lot of fun. And then what's so funny is back in January, when I wrote my goals about the podcast, I was like hoping for a season two, like, you know, it's like these things that just naturally happen. Like we just started with a season two and started it like all, it was good. That, that goal, check, check, check. (laughs) Yeah. Everything like, and slow growth and right. Patreon. And we have, Right. Almost 50 patrons. And it's just been, it's been a great way to connect with other women. Yeah, it's been. In, it's in been so really many good. different ways. In so many different ways. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, and then a testament to like, what have we been learning? And a testament also to even when you reach those goals, there's still maintenance. Like, yeah. we got Allie, and then it was like, okay, well, what's the next? And even now, like, right, we got Allie. Now, how, how do we learn? How do we figure out how to have an interview on our show? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Which is, so. you know what? So let's, like, let, let's actually talk about that. Let's go. One of the biggest things about goals is, you know, setting goals and doing the work that you need to do to set the goal, but not doing, you know, hundreds of thousands of hours of research and prep work before you set the goal and try to do the goal. Correct. We reached out, like I reached out to a couple people to try to do interviews before we came up with our interview prep sheet, before we came up with what's going to be our format for interviews, before we spent 10 or 20 hours doing work on interviews, we pitched people on interviews because we didn't want to do the work on how to do interviews before we had an interview. Yes. And that's what works for us. That's the type of people we are. You know, maybe you're the type of person that needs to do hundreds of hours of research before you do one hour of work. But as a creative, that's not usually the type of people we are. Right. And because you're my accountability buddy, I think what replaced our research, like where I would probably do more research on my own if I was on my own, our brainstorming acts as the research almost. Because I feel like when you come up with a good idea, I'm able to say, good idea, let's go with that. And when I come up with a good idea or a bad idea anyway, you're able to say yes or no, let's go or change it. So I feel like yes. us checking in is like our research. Yes. And I think that that goes into like the next thing I want to talk about, which is have a support system. Like you can't do things alone. You literally can't complete your goals by yourself. Yeah. In your head, you're not by yourself. You might be a multi-talented, um, what is that word? Multi-potentialite? Yes. Multi-potentialite. You might be great at 50 things, but there are hundreds of millions of things to do in this world. That's true. You can't be great at all of them. And we all have the same 24 hours in a day. So in order for you to be working on the things that you are great, you need to have people help you with the things that you are just competent at. Yeah, I feel that way because I feel like 
you can accomplish goals by yourself, but the big goals, there's going to be a point where you're you're going to need help. Like, I feel like yeah. there's going to be a point in it where you're going to need the support. You can, I mean, yourself can only take you so far, I think Absolutely. Is, is it. And like, even with my behind the scenes project that I've mentioned a few times, like I recently, that that was one of my major goals on my list in, in January, just like pay attention to it, see what I can do this year, you know, and it's been very vague. It hasn't been as specific as the podcast goals, right? Where like, I'm, I'm trying to go, let's see where you, what you can do with it or like set, try and get someone to help you make it. Like that'll be the goal, but that's a very broad goal. But I just came back from the national stationery show recently in May and just talking about it with a few other creative women that I met up with, like the different business models that then I wouldn't have even thought about. Like, it's just a matter of like discussing part of your goal or, or, you know, asking, what do you think about that? Like, you know, but with trustworthy, like you're saying the right support group, like, yeah. yeah. And you know, sometimes you just need to hear other people give you bad advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I just go up to Jeff and I was like, and I'm, I, I say to him, and we've gotten into like arguments over this before because sometimes I just need to he- hear him tell me wrong things. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that that's what I needed. Right. But like now I've learned that this is what I need so that I can get in my head a clearer picture of what I do need. And I'll literally go up to him and say, hey, what do you think about this? Mm. I need you to tell me some things that are wrong. Like, I need you to give me bad advice so that so I can tell you you're does, wrong. he purposely does, or the advice he gives you oh, the, feels it, No, wrong. the advice he gives me is bad. Purposely, or he thinks it's good? He thinks it's good. Uh. I mean, he'll give me the best advice that he possibly can give me. It's not his, I mean, it's not his fault he's bad. It's, it's not, but it's, right. it's, it's not, it's not bad advice. But the it's way just, that it hits you intuitively makes you feel, I know what to do now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. And like those, that's the exact right type of person to have in your support system. Mm-hmm. Like if they can handle being wrong. Right. Um, like in a, lot, in a lot of people can't handle being wrong. That's and true, like, yeah. So like if you, if you have a person who can handle being wrong and can give you that advice, um, that's an amazing person to have in your right. support system. Right. Um, like, uh, I have a text group of friends that we ha- we daily text back and forth. Um, they're a huge part of my support system. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do the same thing for each other. You know, you know, this is what's going on in my business. Uh, what do you think? This is what's going on in my life. What do you right. think? Um, this and this happened in the news. Why is everybody so stupid? What do you think? <laughs> um, that must be an everyday one. <laughs> it really, it, it, it really is. So cuckoo. Different people will play different roles in your support system. But if you start to build your support system, the one thing that you really do need to remember is that um, once other people start to ask for help, you do need to like show up. Mm-hmm. And like, like that doesn't mean you need to be a doormat. That doesn't need to mean, you know, you show up every single time someone asks for help. It needs, it means you need to, be part of a symbiotic relationship. You need to be part of that give and take. Right. And I think that's all intuitive too. Like knowing, Mm -hmm. like I always want to bring things to my mom because I love my mom, but she is not the best person (laughs) to talk about my life with because, or at least my career path, because she just isn't. I just intuitively have tried it before. No, it's not. So yeah. So I go to my creative girls. I go to my crafty ass females, the ones that, and my mom, I consider my mom a crafty ass female, but she's way more resourceful and not as much like she wants me to resourceful my 
my way out of this. Like, I don't know. She's just not the right person. Intuitively, I know that. But for other things, she is. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. And once you find your people, you need to, you know, treat them good and stick with them and also be a good friend. Because being a good friend is a really big part of goal setting. And I think that that includes being a good friend to yourself. Yeah. That's so true. So, like, that's what I feel about the podcast is we have the support. We've shown up, which is a big part of it, putting in the work, um, reaching the goal, and then not expecting that the work is over and that the fireworks mean that I've arrived and all that, Put you know, reaching the goal and putting in the work to maintain where the goal got you. So, like, all that so far has wrapped into the podcast, which I think is why it's been going so well. Yeah. Um an accountability. Yeah, I have a I have a friend who's uh both a lawyer and a poker player. Both we had a, a conversation and a poker player. <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. And we had a conversation about how the two biggest traits to being successful are being competent and reliable. Mm. And so if you show up and you just do what you're supposed to do. Nine well, times out of ten, you're right. going to, yeah, you're just going to, you are going to succeed. And it's a matter of, you know, getting up and putting one foot in front of the other. And you're going to have setbacks. You are going to fail sometimes. Right. And, like, it sucks. Yes. And it hurts. And it's awful. But... You can get up the next day and start walking again and putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And you will have learned, hopefully, like that's the whole point, is you will have learned from why you failed. And it doesn't even necessarily had to have been your fault. Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many things, there are so many reasons that we fail at our goals that are outside of our control. Like, you know... So many of my goals that I set, I've failed because of my health, because Mm -hmm. of my headaches, because I set unrealistic goals. And so now do you feel like you've learned in no matter what goal you set, you have to factor in your headaches or factor in that you might not be up to par and then factor in the grace about that. Like those are all things you've kind of learned The one thing that I've learned more than anything is that I need to speak up when my head hurts Mm -hmm. and say, hey, I have a headache. I need to take like five or 10 minutes before we do this thing. Mm -hmm. You need to be a friend to yourself and, you know, you know, like literally step outside yourself for a second and say, what would friend me do Mm -hmm. to help you get back on track? Mm -hmm. Learn to figure out what these little things are that you can do that will um, get you back on track. And the, and developing that skill for yourself yes. makes you easier to bounce back into the next goal instead of dwelling on the fact that you didn't get the last goal done. Like I feel like yes. that's the mental health trick in game is that mm-hmm. these goals we set might be affected by things like your headaches, things like anxiety, things like life, duh, right? Life gets in the way. But the quicker you're able to have grace with yourself, allow it to happen, the, f- the quicker you'll like bounce back. So I think, you know, it, that's the only way to go. When I look at my goal list for the most part, 
things are happening when they're supposed to be happening. But then take something like a mile a day in May that in April on a whim, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to create some IG templates for it. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to, you know, and like I made, I spent time to make templates. It was just this free community building thing that I wanted to put out there. And then really I only kind of did 10 days of it because May just took over, right? And so if you, if you had the templates and wanted to do it, if you didn't, but I still think like it taught me about designing Instagram templates, Instagram story templates, and it taught me, and I did 10 days out of the 31 instead of zero. Like it's still, there's still something worth celebrating, I think, yeah. even by the making of the goal alone. Like I set out to do this thing and I did a day of it and okay, now I'm moving out. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's always something to be learned. There is always something to be learned. Yeah. How's your 100 day project going? It's good. My book is getting really thick. Because you have all the, the yeah all the, paper, all the paper inside. My book's yeah. getting really thick. <laughs> I'm not doing a great job of doing it every day. I'm doing okay. a really good job of keeping up on the weekends. All right. So, like, that's working for me. Yeah. I'm getting, again, I'm getting really good ideas for, like, what works for me and what doesn't work for me and what I want to do for the community and how I really like interacting with the community. Oh, um, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sending out, I send out a newsletter every single day, so that's still part of my 100-day right. project. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I See? talk to everybody um, in the community every day. I talk to everybody on Instagram every day. Everyone has been making such amazing things, and I really love interacting with everyone. Between, so between the 100 Days project and the new website build, that has helped me refine a lot of my goals in a way. Yeah, so this is a great example of how context and outside forces can change goals too. So theawesomeladiesproject.com is my community website, and it's awesome. And I created this website about a year and a half ago as a place for my awesome ladies community to grow. I wanted a place for my ladies to hang out, to take classes, share projects, to develop a personal profile, and a place to hang out online. So over the past few months, I've had a super large influx of new people interested in the awesome ladies due to both the success and reach of the 100 Days Project, my, you know, 100 Days of All About Me with the book and the newsletter, and also the success of our podcast. Back in January, I had planned to do an upgrade on the website at the end of the year, as I do with all of my websites, and one of my other goals was to focus on developing more intermediate to advanced level courses like my current book of me course and my find your voice course from a couple years ago because that was what my current audience was looking for but now as i've had this influx of new members and we've been talking about all of these ideas for the past few months and i've had all of these conversations with the new community members i just feel so just i feel this rush to come back to bringing women to their first storytelling experience, to their second storytelling experience. I want to help all of these women take their first selfies and put their first selfie on the first page and create that second page and create that first book and help these beginners make their first page, put their first page on the awesomeladiesproject.com. And I know we're going to talk about social media a lot next week and, you know, what Facebook is, what Facebook isn't, what Instagram is and isn't. But I know we're like super fed up with the algorithms and stuff. And that's like, We've had it up to here. And so I created the awesomeladiesproject.com 
and I just upgraded it recently to have a better user experience and so that everyone would feel so awesome when you're on it and awesome when you're finding new friends, awesome when you're putting your projects in a place when you are finding a f home online, finding a place where you can meet other women who are like you, meet other people who, you know, feel the same things that you do and are working towards a common goal. And so I moved up my goal of, you know, working on the website to now. And okay, so yeah, that is like um, the hardest thing in the world for me. Like I was talking about <laughs> earlier in the show, I am literally the world's worst at talking about herself. So I went back and I re-recorded this part about talking about the awesomeladiesproject.com website because I am in love with it. It is like one of the things that I'm most proud of in the world right now. I've worked so hard on it and I want you to see it. I want to be there with you. I want you to be there with me. I think it is awesome and it's this whole community that I built for you and for us. So go to theawesomeladiesproject.com and register for a free account and on the bottom of the front page there is a little new member start here and it'll guide you through and friend me at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash members slash are you Kristen and you can DM me and we can be friends and we can chat and it'll be awesome. I cannot wait to see what you upload. I can't wait to see everything about you. I am so excited. Yeah. And sometimes goals will feel like that. Like that's, those are the kinds that I think elicit the most of like, yes, I banged this out. I got it done. Like that, it is the most yes feeling of all the goals. But like, then there's some like my, my hundred day haikus were living in my brain for months. Like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. So, so like then now that it's happening, the reason that's so successful is because I've, I geared it and it was living in my head so long that I knew what I was going to need to do to make it successful. And like that, it's just been exactly what I needed at the exact right time. So that, you know, the goal is kind of fulfilling itself. Yeah. Right? I think that's like some of the best things that we actually create yeah are some of those things that have been like, oh yeah, here's this, you know, notebook of things that I've been working on yes. quietly over here for a little while. And now I'm ready to take it fully to a platform. And now I understand, you know, what it's, you know, like final living place is supposed to be. Right. Like how to execute it. Yes. And what it's supposed to look like in yes. the world and not in my head. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think like when I look about at the lit, like, you know, all my big goals are still works in progress, which I think they will be for a long time. And even when you, like I said, you reach them, there's going to be more work after that. So, all right. Then these little projects, like the 30 days of lists, I was a goal. I finished those 30 days happy. My 100 days, I know I'm going to finish strong and it's been going strong and that's been good. My mile a day in May, you know, I'm proud of what that was, but I didn't do a mile every day, but so what, right? So like, it's just things like that. It's like looking at each thing that you set out to do, knowing your reasons why they're in your life and just taking, extracting from them what you're learning, and then to, to help you with the next goals. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it kind of ties into all what we're saying. I mean, you did the website. You had the podcast. You're doing your 100-day. You have Awesome Ladies Live coming up, which I'm sure is My a God. big goal, and you're working toward that. It's going to be amazing. Awesome Ladies yeah. Live is going to be incredible. Yeah, it is a huge goal that I'm working towards. And it's one of those things where, as an introvert and as someone who loves staying home, I'm not huge on 
I'm not a big party girl. I'm not a big, you know, like whatever. But there is something special. There's something special when a group of women get together and share their stories and work on something, work on creative art together. It's like that support group. It's like that we were talking about earlier. It's like you spend time creating your art and then you can see what other people are doing and see how other people are interpreting the same instructions, the same supplies. And then you have a whole new appreciation. You have a whole new understanding even if it's not ever something you want to replicate, even if it's not ever something you choose to replicate, you have a greater understanding of both the art, of both the craft, and of these other women and how they choose to live their lives. And and it's... I made so many great friendships last year. Almost everyone who came last year is returning. We're going to have so many great new people. I am just so thrilled about everyone who's coming. I'm teaching awesome workshops also, like, that, besides, besides everything else, I'm teaching really good workshops. So, like, that should be fantastic. And you mentioned in our Thursday 3 episode, like, that Thursday 3 was the time and the place to do selfies and, and celebrate and take a picture of yourself if that's hard for people. And I feel like Awesome Ladies Live is the time and the place. It's like, that also is... Yeah. adding to it it's that it's it's like if you sign up you know that weekend is dedicated to you arting and yeah. meeting other artists and like that is the time and the place for it and I think art comes from a different place in you when yeah. when you set the time and the place yeah so yeah I think that's so exciting too about it is it. it is so and like the theme is self-care through storytelling and who doesn't need a little self-care I think it's a great theme. And it is. What I needed. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. If you want to join us in East Lansing, Michigan on August 17th through 19th, Google Awesome Ladies Live for more information. It's funny because then like we've been talking about a lot of our goals and checking in with them, which is what this episode is about. But hearing that goal is not yet reached, but hearing how clear you are about what you want out of it, like your vision for like that says something about that goal too, right? Because I think... A lot of goals are missing that, but the most successful goals obviously have that, even if they're huge like this. This is like a big goal. Yeah. Have you ever heard of SMART goals? Yes. The Happy Planner has a sticker. Oh. That, that does like, what is it? Uh, what is it? What is it? The acronym? Okay. So I got them for my sister and she said that they're like, you can swap out a whole bunch of the different acronyms, but the ones she gave me are specific, measurable, and then for A, it could be actionable or attainable. Right. And then realistic and timed. She's talking to, to two of her friends this month, and their SMART goal for the month is to do 10 minutes of yoga each day in June. And so, yeah, they're doing specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timed goals. Right. And, you know, like, that's what I was talking to her this morning, and this we were talking about how goals, you know, goals don't need to move mountains. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the month, you know, if she didn't do yoga for however many days, it's not going to be the end of the world. Right. And July 1st is the end, you know, it has a a stopping point and then it's over. Right. And I think that's the same thing with your, your mile a day in May. It's like at the end, you will have learned something. You will have gained something no matter what it is that you gained, it will be 
done. Right. And, and I think that's really yeah. important about, you know, goals is that, like, if we set these endless, unattainable goals, then we can't ever celebrate anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, some people sabotage so that they can't celebrate. Almost like, I don't know why you would do that, but I think people do that, like, subconsciously. There's like Definitely. Yeah. And then like a test also too, smart goals in my mile a day in May, like on my original list in January, I just talked generally about my health. Like I need to get back into it and, and working out and eating right. But I think mile a day in May was my way of saying, of making it more specific and measurable and like cute with the template, like, you know, these these, these tricks again to kind of take that broad goal and, and specificize it. Specify? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. She and she gave me a bunch of really specific ways to to talk about it. Um. One was to diversify your activities, which I thought was really important. So instead of doing the exact same yoga every single mm. ten minutes a day, which can get repetitive and boring, and like I don't want to do this. What's the point? Just go do it somewhere else. Right. And if you do thirty minutes of yoga one day, that's still doing ten minutes of yoga. One of the best pieces of advice she gave me was to reward yourself at specific increments. So like like not even at the end of your goal, but like specifically in between increments. Mm -hmm. So that way you're getting those little fireworks moments all throughout. And, you know, it's not about getting to the end. It's about nourishing yourself the entire time and reminding yourself that, you know, you are worthy, you know, and this is a worthy goal to keep reaching for and not necessarily depriving yourself of anything good till you reach yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. D- d- don't deprive yourself of celebration. Don't deprive yourself of, you know, good feelings until you reach, you know, what we've already talked about is an empty hole at the end. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because I can open up this can of worms. We're like, on my original January list, like I've had some goals in there that I knew were just fun little celebrations. Like my mom's 60th, like that was a goal to throw my mom a surprise 60th, 60th birthday. But it's just a fun party. Like to have a goal, it's like that little celebration, like to just throw it in there to also make it act like a goal. Cause it was going to happen anyway, but just to say, you know, to throw my mom a good party is a goal, but we knew that it was going to be just like a fun time, which then is like a, a, a celebration of itself. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're, there's no reason why your goals can't be awesome. Right. Right. There's no reason why, like, the fun things in your life can't also be, like, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timed. And, like, why you can't make those things fantastic and awesome and put them in your planner and, like, celebrate the fact that, like, yeah. I'm going to throw my mom an amazing 60th birthday party or like we're going to Disney and I'm going to make it amazing. Yeah. Plan those things and make those goals just as awesome because that's your life. Yes. If you spend time on those things, like you do all the rest of your goals, then you'll learn from those things just as you would the rest of your goals. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I want to relate this story because it just happened, like today. Me and my boyfriend had this conversation. And it kind of ties into the whole, like, what is a goal? Like, what does it mean to have a goal? And when what does it mean to, like, 
have a goal, but also let life happen and celebrate. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like today, for example, my boyfriend is a personal trainer. He he loves like Tony Robbins. He loves like those hustle mentality guys, entrepreneur, like, you know, throwing around all these words of like hustle, go get him. Like he's super ambitious, which is great. But at the same time, and he's a little younger than me, so I always factor that into maybe he doesn't have the wise, you know, he's not as wise and doesn't have the full scope of things. We're like, he works, you know, morning to night. He's a workaholic, like six to seven days a week. Like in his mind, he wants to build himself up in this um in this fitness industry that he loves, just like we love the crafting industry. But we talked today and he said something like, you know, I hope to make $10,000 in a month or something. And I I said, you know, how do you plan on doing that? Like what's your, you know, and that's a great goal, but what is like you're saying, what's your smart, attainable, like specific ways? How do do you plan on doing that? Right. And then, you know, then we, we kind of got into it and then he said something to me, well, like, well, what's your five-year plan, 10-year plan or something like that. And what I realized is like, Anyone can say I want to make 10,000 a month. Like you know what I mean? Like just because you say that that that's your goal doesn't make you any more of an entrepreneur than I am. Like you know what I mean? Like we kind of got into it like that where I said anyone can say that. Like I know for me and this year especially with that weird funk I've been in and that bout of anxiety that like I know I need to take things days at a time, sometimes weeks at a time. Like when I feel you know what I mean? Like I feel like there's something to the hustle, 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 never stop working. Da, da, da. You know, there's something to that, but then you're missing the point of having a goal. Like I feel like, right. like anyone can have a goal to, to be a workaholic, but then you're missing the point of like living. <laughs> yeah. This is, I, don't I think know. this is a lot what, um, it goes back to what Ali said on our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, you know, part of your goal should be how you want to live your life. My goal to live my life is not work all the time or have space to be with family and be with friends and not think about work. Like that was also a goal, a very worthwhile goal. And I think it ties into what you said about like goals and hustling has to be intertwined with self-care and and self-awareness. And yeah. And that's what I've learned, I think, this year is that like I didn't ex- like when I made the goals in January, I was feeling kind of funky, but didn't know where it was going to take me. And as soon as the calendar flipped to February, it full on hit me. And none of those goals were getting any paid attention to because I needed to take care of myself. And, and so, yeah, so like then working in these little projects and like my hundred days have been good for that. It's like this daily check-in of creativity. Like I need to do that. Like, so I'm not, sorry, I'm not thinking about my like five-year plan and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We have these discussions all the time. Like, uh, you know. Well, but I think both... they're really important discussions for people yes. to have when they're setting their goals. Yes. Yeah. And life goes on after these goals are reached. My favorite show, not my favorite show, but when I watched it recently, I was like, oh, so eye-opening. Where Are They Now by Oprah. Do you ever oh. watch like Where Are They Now? No. It's just basically taking all these famous people. It's like the show is like, four to five like famous people throughout the show where Oprah just checks in with speaking of checking in and it is freaking so interesting these megastars like Justin Guarini was one I saw like this the runner-up from uh, American Idol Aaron Brockovich was on like Snooki like you literally see these people are regular people after they've reached this goal and their moment was in the sun like Aaron Brockovich like like struggled or something like it's so funny because everyone's story is the same 
people know me now. I'm famous. I live in this big house, but life still goes on. It's really hard. Like my, I have to help my son do this, or this is, I can't get a job. Like everyone's story is different, but it's the same thing. Like I had my moment, but life still went on and I still have to like figure shit out. Like I just, it, it was just such a testament to that of like, these big moments that these people became who they are, like household names, but they're still just like you and me, like struggling day to day. Like, Yeah. I, I mean, like it's never not going to be hard work. Yeah. And I think that the key is to finding the hard work that you love doing. Yeah. And it's like that song sunscreen. They go, no matter what, like goals reached or choices made or whatever like don't ever congratulate yourself too much but don't berate yourself either like just find this middle ground of like I'm doing great I'm doing my best like I just feel like that's the best I want that shirt by Bando I did my best yeah I love that shirt because that's what I think I think like you can't congratulate yourself too much but you can't berate yourself either no and all you have to do is do your best and if you can learn from the times that you did your best but you fell short then you're going to fall short less often. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a success in relating your falling short because everyone falls short once in a while. I feel like some people make their career on relating falling short like <laughs> because people want just, – just think of how successful you are at being relatable when you fall yeah. short. Like there's a way you can twist every failure into like every unattained goal into like a success story of doing something else. And there are so many people out there who, and like for for those of you who are like, oh, but like, you know, I'm going to seem like a failure or I'm going to seem this way or people are going to look at me that way or people are going to, people are going to have their opinions no matter what. People are going to dislike you if you're successful. People are going right. to dislike you if you're not successful. People are going to dislike you if you're this. People are going to dislike right. you if you're the opposite. No matter what. People are going to have an opinion. So just do the best you can. Just do the best you can. Yeah, I think the fear happens in what you, the two words you said, like reliable and competent. Like if you're, like you're saying, reliable and competent, then you'll be successful no matter what. But when people don't reach a goal, they feel like they're not reliable or that people view them as not reliable or people view them as not competent. But the truth is the more goals you try, the more you bounce back and do the next goal, the next goal and actually achieve it, like the more reliable and competent you'll seem. Like, I just feel like, yeah. And, and, and what, and if you're setting out your goals and if you're defining your goals as, well, here's this thing that I'm trying and not, here's this thing that I'm absolutely doing. And and if I fail, then I'm a failure. Yeah. It's okay to not, it's okay to not hit your mark every single time. There are some weeks I don't do Thursday three Mm -hmm. because I just can't. Right. I've been doing this for how many? What did we say now? Eight years. Yeah, I feel like that's that's correct. <laughs> and I feel like I've I've missed it. I don't know, less than twenty times. Wow. But sometimes I just can't. All right. And that's okay. That's okay. The world doesn't end. Doesn't end. And we still associate you with Thursday three, and we still, you know, you know what I mean. It's right, not going like, to get away from you. <laughs> no, no one, like, right. no one comes after me and is like, Kristen, right. are you okay? Are you still alive? Is is everything okay? Yeah. But. And if they did, who cares? You know it's okay. <laughs> like, right. 
Yeah. And yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we kind of beat ourselves up about is like mm. we're very concerned about putting in the work and then not knowing how long we have to put in the work mm. before we're known for something. Mm-hmm. That's why it has to be lurk that you love. That's why you need to set goals about things that you care about. That's why you need to decide, you know, why is this my goal? Mm-hmm. Why am I setting this goal for myself? And, you know, these are about, you know, big goals, big life goals and big things that you care about. But is it something you actually care about? Is this something right. that matters to you? And, like, why does it matter to you? Right. And if it really does matter to you, if it's really something that is important and has your passion lies in it, then mm-hmm. you need to find a way to turn it into a smart goal, make it specific, make it measurable, make it actionable. I love the word actionable. Mm-hmm. You know, what can I do to make this happen? How can I show up to make yeah, this happen? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How can yeah. I show up? You know, yeah. Make it realistic. I think that's one of the things that we do um, as women specifically. Um, and I think it comes back to that thing that we talk about on this show all the time. Whereas women, we are told that we can do anything but we can't do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where our goals get unrealistic, where we try yeah. to fit this in. I'm like, oh, I can do this too. And I can do this too. And I can do this too. And we don't realize how our, how many of our goals stack on top of each other. Yeah. Because it's not only that we can't do everything. It's again, culturally that we're told we can do anything. And it got translated somehow in our brains that, mm-hmm. oh, I can do anything. Then I must do everything. It, it, it's, it's the, it's that like, cultural thing that's told us that (laughs) embracing that you don't know anything can really help with that and then just being like super open to being like okay this is a huge learning experience for me let me learn as much as possible Mm -hmm. and I'm a person who learns by doing so that's easy for me yeah if you're not a person who learns by doing that can be a little bit harder like if you are a learn by research person or learn by reading or learn by like just taking stuff in and then you need to go from intake to doing right then you need to actually make that specific shift right but I learn I learn by doing a lot of things you know yeah but I I do a lot of learning by doing and and making mistakes and trying things out and writing on a thousand post-it notes and throwing them all away right And so if you learn by doing, one of the things that happens is you you mess up a lot. Right. Um, And so, yeah. It makes me think of one of my haikus recently. It was actually one that I wrote after the National Stationery Show because that's exactly how I felt at the National Stationery Show. There's this balance. And even when you goal set, there's this balance, especially being in my 30s now. In my 20s, I don't think it was so strong. But now... I feel like I know I know nothing. Like you're saying, like, be ready to be teachable. Like, I have so much to learn. That's a given. But I also know enough. So I'm capable of starting. So I feel like it's that balance. It's I know I know nothing, but I also know enough. So teach me, but also trust me that I know enough. So, like, I'm capable and I can start, but I also am a startup. So teach. Like, you know what I mean? It's that weird, like, I can do it 
but also teach me how to do it. And those have to come together to kind of form the right goal. So you're not too reliant on other people filtering in, but you're also coming from a place of, oh, I can do this. Like, watch me learn it. Like, you know what I mean? A self-starter, I guess. So there was that that was kind of, that I learned for myself these past five months, that that was really strong in me that I'm ready to start up. It's just, I'm a startup. So like, help me. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's really important. It's good. So like, yeah, know that you know enough that you can Go forth. Right. But in going forth, be ready to learn. Yeah. Be ready that, you know, you're going to encounter things that you are unfamiliar with, you're uncomfortable with, you have not seen before, you are not going to know about, but you know enough that you can tackle them. Yeah. You, and you know enough to like ask this person for help or go to this person for research or, you know, that you know that you know how to learn. Mm -hmm. And knowing how to learn is really important because if you don't know how to learn, then that's terrifying. That's terrifying. That's a whole separate issue. Ooh. Yeah. Some people think that they know everything. That's another issue. Oh boy. Yeah. That's, that's, (laughs) that's that's usually an, uh, that's usually an unworkable problem. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Usually just gently walk into another room. (laughs) Yeah, that's when people get their show canceled. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. So that's when people get their show canceled. Yeah, let's. Yeah, reference. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I think we're ready for after chatter. I'm dying to ask you about because this whole thing too with goals. I set a goal for myself in my blog and my website, and I'm really interested to talk to you because you just hit a goal with your website. I did. So, so maybe that could be after chatter stuff. I mean. I've been dying to talk about blogs in general. Yeah. So maybe our listeners will want to head over there and hear that. I don't know. Yeah. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, goals for our merch shop. That's going to yeah. gonna happen very soon. So crafty ass female t-shirts and tank tops and tote bags and very cool things in the very near future. Love all of it. All right. Um, we were going to head over to After Chatter. You can find us at patreon.com slash crafty ass female. We'll talk to you all next week. Love you lots. Bye.